Amen to that. And I was reminded, or Karen told me earlier, Colleen was going to sing last week that song. But how timing that the, I think the Lord led that because that song is like what the message is about. Leaning on Jesus, leaning on the Lord because life's difficult, but that's where we got to go to. And I'm just in awe of how God works everything out to fall into place. And that song needed to be sung today. So amen to that. I love that song. I want a recording of it. So you're going to come in here and record for me, okay, Colleen? But the Lord is good. And I hope that this week you've seen the Lord being good in your life and how God blesses you and leads you to do exactly what God wants you to do at that exact time. And I hope today, yes, it's, you see it, it's graduation Sunday, but it's not just a message for graduates, it's for everybody. Follow God's leading. And I'm not going to have them come up again, but I will go down to them because they're all in the same section, I believe. I see Alexis, Aiden, Blake, and Miranda all in the same section there. So I'm coming to you. Now, as a minister, I'm like, I got to get these a good gift. So for the ladies, I got them a book that I loved reading that helped me out to understand one of the parables of Jesus a little bit better. So for the ladies, I gave them that book, The Prodigal God, it's called. And then for the men, I got one of my favorite books. It's John Wooden's Lifetime of Observations and Reflections. Short quotes, short lessons he learned in his life that I want to give to them. So I hope you, and there's a little gift other than that too, but I wanted to, now I got to get the right ones here. Can you pass that down to Blake, please? And that's Aiden, of course, cause, and that's Alexis. And can you pass that to Miranda? Thank you. So I wrote a little something in the flap of the book, so don't forget that. Don't miss that for you personally. So, And when I, when I graduated high school, I got a, you know, a book from my grandma, and I think I still have it on the shelf. But I go back to it once in a while to say, this is what I got at my graduation. Somebody blessed me with this and I want to remember it. So I hope that graduation's coming soon. Miranda already graduated, so she's on her way. She's got her career now, right? She's started. So God's leading her into that. Aiden, Alexis, and Blake, you're graduating in about how many days now? Three weeks. Three times seven is 21. So... About that days. So as God leads you to where you're going, to university and work, I hope this message is encouraging to you. But not just to them, those four, but to everybody. Follow God's leading because sometimes we get in a rut. We're like, what does God want me to do? I was in that rut maybe about five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times maybe. Like, what does God want me to do with my life? So he's led me all the way through, and it's, I love how God leads. And you'll see, this is one of my favorite Proverbs. 
Um, Last week we went into Proverbs to talk about women are blessed. This week we're going to talk about graduates, but for everybody, follow God's leading. So I hope it's encouraging to you today. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for today and this morning we can celebrate these graduates. Thank you for Miranda, Alexis, Aiden, and Blake. Um, Continue to guide them, direct their steps to what you want them to do in their lives to impact people. Um, Different jobs have different opportunities to impact people. So I pray that you would lead them to the people you want them to talk to, the people you want them to get involved with and to build relationships with. So I pray that you would guide them and direct their steps. And for all of us, I pray that we would follow the leading of you the Spirit working in our life saying, you need to do this or you need to do that. Help us to follow that. And to be willing to say, I'm going to follow the Lord. In whatever way possible, I'm going to make an impact for the kingdom of God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So if you have your Bibles, you can turn to Proverbs chapter 3. Verses 5 and 6. Some of you may have it memorized. I know I memorized it as a kid and it's still in there somewhere. And every time I think of Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, it comes out. Maybe in like three, four, five different translations, but it's there. Each word is important. And let's read it. So follow along as I read it aloud. Or you can say it with me if you have it memorized or reading it along. Whatever you want to do. Proverbs 3, starting in verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to Him and He will make your paths straight. So what are we looking forward to today? This is what we're looking forward to. This is our, if you want to memorize this point, this is the point, it's the verse. Trust in the Lord and submit to the Lord and the Lord will make your paths straight. Now you look at that sentence and you say, it's not working. I've done it. It doesn't seem to be working. But let me tell you, from experience, I look at this, these verses, and I say, it does work. It may not look like it's working, but it does. God leads you. God leads you in a straight path even though it looks like this. You ever walk a crooked path and you're just like winding, winding, winding and then you end up at the destination and you look back and you're like, why couldn't we just go straight through this forest right to this point? Why did they have to make a path like this? That's how I think it looks for God's leading. It may look crooked, but you look back and it's like this. It's a straight line. Some of you know the story of my, my life and my wife's life and our family's life, but we graduated and then you're like, what do we do with teaching degrees? There's nothing in the States. So then we end up in South Korea for almost six years, have two kids over there. We come back, live with my parents for six months, and that in and of itself, right? But you learn, you grow. Then you go to seminary. My wife goes first, Kelsey. I go second. So that's six years in Louisville, Kentucky. What are we still doing? She gets her master's in marriage and family therapy, so she knows what she wants to do, right? 
And I'm like, I still don't know what I want to do. Through seminary, I'm like, I still don't know what exactly I'm going to do. But it comes up, you know, I, I sense God's calling saying, you need to go into ministry at a church, and here I am. But then I look back and I say, okay, Joliet, Illinois, I was born. I go to college in Iowa. I meet Kelsey. We go to South Korea. Come back to Illinois, then go to Kentucky. Then it's like, okay, we graduate. Where are we going to go? Then we come to Michigan. I've never been to Michigan until now. But I look back, and the path is straight. To me, it's straight. Because God is leading. That's what happens. So, graduates, as you graduated, Miranda's already graduated, so she's working now. But high school, graduating high school, you look ahead, the road may look crooked to you. You're like, I know what my destination might be, but I don't, can't see it quite clearly. But I think these verses will help you. And I hope it encourages you today, and all of us today, to follow God's leading. So let's break it down a little bit. You know I like definitions, yes? Trust. What does trust mean? I have three dictionaries. One lexicon. So Brown's Driver and Briggs Lexicon. This is what trust means. To throw one down upon his face or her face. Lie extended on the ground. Have you ever trusted like that? Trust in the Merriam-Webster. To place confidence in, rely on. To commit or place in one's care or keeping. Have you trusted like that? Trust in the Cambridge Dictionary to believe that someone is good and honest and will not harm you or that something is safe and reliable. Have you trusted like that in the Lord? They're all different, right? Those definitions, are they all different? To the sounding? When you read them, they're different, right? To throw one down on your face to the Lord, saying, I can't do this, but I'm going to fall down, extend myself to you and say, Lord, I'm just trusting what you have for me. And then trust in the Miriam, what, like, to place confidence in, to commit or place in one's care. You're saying, God, I'm in your care. I can't care for myself. I need you. And then you get to the Cambridge to believe that someone is good. Do you believe God's good? And honest? And will not harm you? Wow. Trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. Nothing else. You see the end of the verse there. Lean not on your own understanding. How many of you think you know everything? Huh? Nobody? Okay. When we try to lean on our own understanding, our own wisdom, what usually happens? We fall down extended on our face. Like, if I try to do things on my own, if I get up here and did that, my words would be like, you'd be like, okay, Keith, sit down, let's get somebody else up there. 
right? I hope you would, because my own understanding, my own wisdom would come out very, very wrong. Because it would be like, I know best. But trusting in God, and He's safe and reliable, and He won't harm you, and God's there for you, He's going to care for you. That's what kind of trust we need in the Lord, not ourselves. And then you get to verse 6. I memorized it in all your your ways. Acknowledge Him. Then you read the NIV, which I'm preaching out of and I like. It says, in all your ways, submit to Him. And then I looked up submit, because I had to, right? Submit. The Hebrew word is yada. Everybody say that. One more time. Yada. Not Yoda. Yada. Even though they say Yoda's wise. Good connection there though. Yada. That means to know. To know. In all your ways, to know God. To know from the Merriam-Webster, to yield oneself to the authority or will of another. Do you ever pray, God, your will be done, not mine? God's will. Your will is better than ours. Cambridge Dictionary, submit. To allow another person or group to have power or authority over you. God is the one in authority, right? Right? If I try to do something on my own understanding, I'm in charge here, it's going to fall. But if I'm going to it and saying, I trust in the Lord with all my heart, you've given me wisdom, God, I've trusted you, I'm leaning on you, just like Colleen's saying, I'm leaning on Jesus, right? And I'm submitting to you, I'm acknowledging you, I'm saying, God, you're there. Do you ever like walk into a room and nobody acknowledges you? Does that ever happen to you? (laughs) Thank you for being honest. But there's sometimes you go into a room and nobody acknowledges you. Nobody says hi. Nobody says, hey, how you doing? Nobody welcomes you into the building. Do we acknowledge God? Do we say, God, I know you're there. I can't see you, but I know you're there. Or do we just go throughout our day just not even acknowledging that God is there. Trust in the Lord. Submit to the Lord, and the Lord will make your paths straight. Alan Ross, in his Proverbs commentary, writes this, Trust in the Lord and not in oneself, because the Lord grants success. Now you hear the word success, and you're like, oh, money, wealth. Don't think that way. I think this success he's talking about is he's going to lead you on the right path to where he wants you to go. That's, I think, success. Not money, wealth, biggest house, most cars, biggest family maybe that you think of, or whatever. I think the success that Alan Ross talked about is God's leading you in the path that he wants you to go on so trust in the lord submit to him and he will make your path straight the one i memorize he will direct your path
And one of my favorite psalms, if you want to turn there, Psalms 37. This helps me out as well as I think of Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. I found this verse and I committed it to memory in high school because I said this, I want to remember this verse. Psalm 37, verse 5 is the one that I remember. But the whole... if you want to read a whole psalm this week or today when you go home, read this one. It's really good. Verse 5 says this, and then we're going to go to 23 and 24. And one writer I read this week, Klaus Westerman, said this could be included in the book of Proverbs. I was like, wow. So it's a wisdom psalm. This is a proverb for you. This whole psalm. So verse 5 says, Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in Him and He will do this. Another translation says, Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in Him and He will act. Anybody have that one? He will act. If you're trusting in God, if you're committing your life to the Lord, what's He going to do? He's going to do something. He's going to act. He's going to lead your paths. He's going to lead you. Jump to verse 23 and 24. The Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in Him. Though he may stumble, he will not fall, for the Lord upholds him with His hand. How many of you have been on a path, not a a path when you're hiking, a path of life and you're following God and then you kind of come upon some rough patches? Anybody? I know I have. But what does it say? Though he may stumble, he will not fall for the everybody. For the Lord upholds him or her. So the path you're leading on, God's leading you down a path and you're like, this is not what I signed up for. It's a little rocky. It's a little wavy if you like to be on a boat. It's a little choppy. I want to go somewhere calm. But who's there with you? The Lord. Trust in the Lord. Isaiah 48, 17. This, it says this, This is what the Lord says, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I am the Lord your God who teaches you what is best for you who directs you in the way you should go. When I read that verse, I thought of like, we try to train our children in the way they should go. This is how you should act. This is how you sh- we want you to go this way. But the Lord, what does it say? Who teaches you what is best. Going back to Proverbs 3. Our own understanding is not the best way, right? We know that. But the Lord your God who teaches you what is best for you and directs you in the way you should go. The Lord will make your paths what? Straight. He will direct your steps. Matthew 6, 8, I thought of this as well. This leads into the Lord's Prayer. And Jesus says, Don't be like the hypocrites, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. And then Jesus says, pray like this. And you know the Lord's Prayer. And in that prayer, I quoted it earlier, 
God's will be done. Your will be done, God, not mine. Give us our daily bread. That's what we need today. That's what Jesus taught. And he says, leading into that, God knows what you need before you even ask. But go to Him. Go to the Lord. Trust in the Lord and lean not on your own understanding. Acknowledge or submit to the Lord and He will make your path straight. Now, who knows what tomorrow will bring? If you know it, I want to know it. Who knows what tomorrow is going to bring? Fresh flowers. We'll see. I hope so. We may not know what tomorrow is going to bring or what the future holds. And graduates, I'm thinking of you specifically because you're going out to college, to university, to a job in, the, in a hospital or a clinic or whatever. And you don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. But you know something? The Lord is with you. The Lord is with you. And then I thought of these. I love hymns. Who else loves hymns? You won't hear me singing right now, but the hymns. Listen to these hymns, and I hope they're choruses from hymns. You'll, you'll know them if you have sung hymns even one time in your life. You'll know these, I hope. This is encouraging as we go, especially the graduates, as you go in the next chapter of your life. The journey in life. This is what these hymns say, these choruses. Because Jesus lives, I can face tomorrow. Because He lives, all fear is gone. Because I know He holds the future. And life is worth the living just because Jesus lives. Here's another one. This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. Another one. Leaning, leaning, safe and secure from all alarms. Leaning, leaning, leaning on the everlasting arms. And one of my favorites, on Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. Hymn writers knew what they were talking about. And I think they understood the Scriptures. Who God is. Who Jesus is. Who's the Savior of the world. is Jesus. And then listen to these words that the Lord spoke to Joshua. And I believe we can hear them today. And take them with us and be encouraged today as well. Have I not commanded you, Joshua? Be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Wherever you go. Whether it's another state, another country, another city in the same state. Wherever you go, God will be with you. So what do we do? Trust in the Lord. Submit to the Lord or acknowledge the Lord and the Lord will make your paths straight. And I end with this. We just finished the James series not too long ago. But I'm going to close with this because it 
Again, James, if I mentioned it in the series, James is the Proverbs of the New Testament. And this is what James says as we close and encouraging you to go out and follow God's leading. James chapter 4, starting in verse 7. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Grieve, mourn, and wail. Change your laughter to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up. Trust the Lord. Submit to him and watch him lead you in the straight path. Because the path that leads to life is hard and difficult. But when you're trusting and submitting to God, it looks straight. Because what? God is with you wherever you go. I love Proverbs. I love James because he's a Proverbs writer. And I love that psalm today that we read because it's true. If you need anything to make a decision to have somebody pray with you about the future or about tomorrow, if you're going through a rocky spot in your life and you say, I just need an an encouragement, I'll be standing here. You can look around somebody you trust. Go up to them and say, I need prayer. Just pray for me. But the most important decision is Jesus on Christ, the solid rock. That's who we need to stand on. That's what we need in our lives. Because Jesus changes lives. And He's with you and saves you and leads you. And then you get the Holy Spirit. God is in you and working in you and follow that leading. So let's pray together as the praise team comes up. If you need anything, prayer, a decision, a hug, go up to somebody and do it today. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for today. Thank you for the wisdom literature that we find in our Bibles, your word, and the encouragement these writers have encouraged us with today. Help us to trust You and to submit to You and acknowledge that You're there and You care for us. And help us to follow that path that You lead us on because it may not look like it, but You're leading us on a straight path. Help us to continue to encourage each other to continue to say, how can I help you today? As brothers and sisters in Christ, help us to be mutually encouraging each other in our faith. As we leave these doors today, thank you for the graduates today as we celebrate the next step in their journey in life. I pray that you would be with them, be guiding them, but help us to encourage them along their path that they're going to take. In Jesus' name, amen.